optimism and excitement for tomorrow because Mike and Leanne have got a plan in place that they know is foolproof, guaranteeing that tomorrow will be the first day of the rest of our lives. Welcome back to our show. We're so glad you could join us for another edition of the first day of the rest of our lives. I'm Michael Govier. As always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Leanne. Hello. Hi, Leanne. Hi. How are you? I am doing quite well. It's a beautiful day here in the state of Michigan, and we're looking forward to having a great show today. We are available on all social media formats, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, First Day Pod is what you can generally type in to find us. And you can also email the show, firstdaypod at protonmail.com. Does that sound right? Yeah, that sounds right. I think that's where you can find us. Great. Today's show is going to be about how to find support when you're trying to make change or when you're trying to do something different. You're trying to switch things up. How do you get support? Where does it come from? Is it a mysterious phenomenon floating around in the ether? Or does it take tangible effort? These are the questions. And hopefully we have the answers, do we? <laughs> yeah, well, well, let's be clear first. I think it's good to bring this up, and I'm glad you said that because we are just regular jamokes. They used to say that. Is that a bad word? I don't know. Uh, well, we're just a couple of Joe Blows. Jane and Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure about that one too. They, no, that's what it is, like a regular Joe, you know? Okay. We're just You're the bartender, and I'm the manicurist. That's what we are. Do you remember that just, example I gave? No. You're the Uber driver? Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, we're just a couple of regular folks, and it's very <laughs> important that we describe that to you because I don't want anyone to think that I'm better than them or I know more than anyone. Anybody who says that to you, it's a lie. <laughs> it's a fraud and we are not trying to perpetrate any frauds on this show ever and i think maybe don't say that enough i, I want to be honest about that in case you know we get caught up in the episodes we do and it's fun and it's engaging and it's fascinating and i don't know if i always take the time to stop and be like hey i don't know what i'm talking about i'm just some dude <laughs> right right absolutely and like we kind of do like we know what we feel. We know what we believe. Is it right? Maybe not, but it's where we're at and that's all that it is. Yeah. I think one of the focuses of this podcast is to try to find the answers together. You know, we're looking at concepts in life that most of us will certainly be dealing with at some point or another, maybe right now at this moment. And we're hoping that through engagement and connection with the audience through emails and social media or Phone calls. I mean, you guys could call me if you want. Seriously, call me anytime. 734-489-3224. I'll happily take your call. I would love to get to know you. Look at you. Not everybody's willing to do that. I'm willing to do that. That's so nice of you. Sure. Send me a text even, you know. I, I just love, um, I love finding out how other people live. And one of the reasons we also do the show is because we get to find out from other people by kind of researching and talking to others and engaging online. What, what, are you, what are you doing? How do you handle certain things? I think that's fun. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I agree. I'm loving it. The more that we're doing this, the more exciting it's getting. That's great. That's how I feel. I, 
And uh, one other thing I want to say is that I am a, I'm a counselor in training. So a clinical mental health counselor, uh, a licensed professional counselor, they call it in Michigan. And uh, I'm getting my master's for that. So I'm currently going through that process. And I don't want to give the false notion that I am a professional who's certified to give advice or to give commentary. I'm just a regular f- dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who's just trying to find his way and learn from others. So I also wanted to make that clear. There's also another another part of that is even even once you're done your master's and you are certified, you're, you're ready to go, um, anybody that's on a podcast and you're listening to them and they have these certifications and then they're giving advice to maybe a caller or they're giving advice to like somebody that emailed them or a general thing, you really, even though they're a professional, don't take that advice for yourself either, because unless they know everything that's going on with you and where you're at in your circumstance, even though it's a professional saying the words, it's not directed completely at you. It's good for you to hear it as the thoughts go on and something that is going to kind of activate you to think about it, but don't take it as a direct advice to you, even if it comes from a professional. Mm. Excellent. Yeah. So we just wanted to kind of take a moment because we were talking about that earlier in the week and Mm -hmm. a listener of ours gave us some pointers on the pod. Yeah. Thank uh, you so much for that, by the way. Yeah. Thank you, listener. They were really useful. So we just Mm -hmm. wanted to let you know what's, uh, what we're driving at here. You know, we're still still finding our way, you know, Mm -hmm. me and Leanne were talking about, you know, what is the show about over the weekend? And we're still figuring it out. You know, we talk about plans that we're always making and tomorrow is the first day of the rest of our lives. We've mm-hmm. done that lot. That's was the premise of creating the show because we have so many <laughs> failed plans, <laughs> uh, best intentions, you know, mm-hmm. and we're on the journey with you guys. So we're just hoping that you like what you hear and hopefully we can all continue to grow together. And maybe that sounds cheesy, but it's true. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. And I was one of them, like I was probing Mike this weekend because I was like, I need to, I think we might've talked about this like a few episodes ago too, that I was like, come on, like we need to like come up with like, cause I'm, I've got my own business. So we like, you have to have an elevator speech. You have to have like, you have to have all these things in business. Well, this isn't a business. This is, this is something that we're really trying to just get the conversation going really. So Mike, you know, made a really good point about you know, this is going to evolve as it evolves and we can't really push it or rush it or anything. And that takes me a little bit out of my comfort zone, but then it also is like the whole point of this is not only for like you as a listener to grow, but for us to grow. And so it's pushing us to grow differently and expand our kind of our, not only our insights, but like all of it does. I've changed so much from day one of this podcast and we're only on episode nine. Like it's insane. I can't wait to see what happens like a year out, but I'm not going to rush it. I'm very happy with where I am right now. Yeah. It's basically been, uh, just the, the whole quarantine mostly. Yeah. Wow. It's been nine weeks. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, like we said, today's episode is about uh, how do you find support? You know, mm-hmm. When you're looking to make some type of alteration or an adjustment in your life, you're looking to find a new way. How do you find someone? How do you find people like-minded like you? We're hoping that maybe together we can figure out some ideas. So um, as I said, I'm studying to be a mental health counselor. And 
sometimes uh, some of the stuff that I'm learning coincides with what we're talking about on the pod. I don't purposely try to do that, but if something fits, I would happily bring it to the table. And one of the things I was working on this week in class was action plans, which is simple as it sounds. It's just a plan of action. (laughs) So all you're trying to do is you want to set a goal and then you want to ask yourself, how are you going to get to that goal? What are the steps it's going to take to get to that? And you're trying to physically create it too. Like you want to have post-it notes or a poster board, even something that you can physically see so you can tangibly connect to it and look towards a goal. Mm-hmm. I love that. You know, I love my poster board stuff. Oh my God. You're so good at those. You guys have no idea. She's made <laughs> a few of them for me and they're, they're amazing. I wish, uh, I wish I had one nearby. I'd show it on the video right now, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah you're really good at that. She Thank has a lot you. of different colored markers and she has excellent craftsmanship. Well, do you know what I got? So I got a new one just before quarantine. Like it worked out perfectly. It's a dryer race one. And oh. I, when I picked it up, I was like, this is dumb. Why am I buying this one? Like, this is stupid. So, but then for some reason I just got it anyway. Well, it's perfect because I have not been able to go to the store for poster board at all through the whole quarantine, but I've just used this and like erase it and then start over and then erase it and then start over. So it's been, been awesome. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. I think, I think those are fun. And you know, I never really did those before we were together and now I, uh, I love them. I, I've actively used my whiteboard even a lot more just to create ideas or to get my, I try to, as you know, in the end, not everyone knows this, but I tried to do the, what do they call them? Um, you know, like you write a mantra. On affirmations. The, affirmations. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tried that. I, I don't know if it really stuck or not, but maybe it did in a way. Every morning I'd wake up, you know, rub my eyes and I'd look forward from my bed and there it was on the wall. I feel like it's working. Yeah, but we can't prove that. Yes, we can. Oh. Are you are you improving? Are you growing? Uh, yeah, but there's no tangible proof that that's what's doing it. So does it matter? It's like the it placebo effect. No, it's like the placebo effect. If you think it's working, then just continue it. If you think oh. it's working, if you think it's potentially working, then just keep doing it. I mean, especially with something like that, that's like literally five seconds out of your day. <laughs> like it's... It, it's not something that you really have to like spend a lot of time thinking about whether or not you're going to do it or not. Just keep doing it. Oh, you're right. Yeah. I, but to me, it's important to know, I need to know the truth. So I don't want to be, you know, yanking anybody's crank or pulling a fast one on anybody about that stuff. So, but if you like affirmations, you know, they're great. I know when we saw David Essel back in January, and by the way, David Essel is a, uh, he's an author, he's a speaker. He's a very positive dude, um, but he doesn't mm-hmm. believe in affirmations, right? Remember what he said? He, he, I think he taught it, like um, the law of attraction. I think he taught that in his beginning years for years. But then, yeah. yeah, he doesn't agree that that's it. Like you need to, what's this whole thing? Like you, you need to do, I made a post about it. You need to do whatever it takes for as long as it takes and then you'll be successful. But he does not, he doesn't, he doesn't think it doesn't work. He just thinks you can't keep saying the affirmations and then stay in bed under your covers and then life is going to magically work out for you. It's not so, enough. 
Yeah, that's it. That's right. Very good. Yeah. He, if you don't know who he is, uh, you can check him out on social media, David S-L-E-S-S-E-L. Mm-hmm. There's an underscore in there. Uh-oh. David underscore S-L, I think underscore. it is. Anyways, yeah. you'll figure it out. I typed in David Essel and I found him on Instagram. And Perfect. I would recommend, uh, he's had a lot of experience. Uh, he's mm-hmm. also, me and him share a bond. You know, we're both uh, people in recovery from substance use. So, mm-hmm. um, and that's not a secret. He shared that at the <laughs> the event. Mm-hmm. And by the way, me and Leanne went to, you can't do this anymore because COVID-19 is in full effect, y'all. But mm-hmm. uh, there was a time where you could go to a local school or a conference center. And you could listen to people talk and you could talk to other people. I think they call it networking. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's no longer a thing. Well, maybe it is in Florida, but here in Michigan, it's not a thing. It's actually, so I'll just interject really quickly. Um, People are still trying to do it through Zoom. So they're doing, it's just different, but I mean, it's not, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people, but it is, it's kind of nice because it's a closer knit kind of people. So maybe like 30 people or 40 people or whatever. And people are still trying to network because we still need that connection and we still need that, that extra outlook. Like that's what I like about this podcast is that I used to think like when, when we dated the first time around, I, what are you talking about? (laughs) Well, there's another story for you guys. So, uh, <laughs> which, hey, isn't it, is it nine years somewhere around this week? Isn't it this week? Yeah, it sure from is. our first date? Yeah, nine years ago, we first met in 2011. That's right. Yeah, crazy. I almost didn't make it through the border. The Canada people were not going to let me through because they thought I had a DUI. But I did not. That was false. So, <laughs> yeah. This podcast would probably not exist if uh, they had stopped me. Yeah, probably not. And again, in case you missed the tip that I gave you guys on one of our first episodes, um, Canadians, if you are dating an American and like online dating and you have to go on your first date, don't go to America. Have him or her come to Canada because then the border can be your kind of, what is that called? Like um, Background check? Yeah, background check. Yeah, like a screen. So anyway, so that's what I do. Because, yes, that is one of the things. They will not let you in if you have a DUI. So it just, not that there's anything wrong if you have a DUI, but like when you're online dating, you just don't know what you're getting. So it's kind of. Yeah. I know a lot of good people who have DUIs. I I know. I do too. I know. I do too. That's why. Now that you're saying this, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I think nobody should be scarlet lettered with a DUI. It's not cool. Yes, but it's not just a DUI that they screen. So yeah. I wasn't really like stopping it from the DUI. It was more like the like, you know, you've murdered somebody and I won't end up in your trunk. That kind of okay. thing. <laughs> well, I've totally sidetracked you. So I'm sorry. Let's get back to the point. What were we talking about? <laughs> we were talking about <laughs> David Essel and networking and the Zoom networking. Yeah. So networking. So they're going through all that. And the Yes Network, the one that we went to to go see David Essel, yeah. he's actually, um, because he knows how important it is. Oh, I know where we were. Okay. So anyway. So um, he knows how important it is for us to be getting that, that constant positive, um, not motivation, but inspiration and, and things like that. He's actually offering like free um, um, recordings of some of the people that were talking there. So I thought that was really nice of him. So um, what is his name? Michael Jeffries. So thank you for doing that. Yeah, and we were, it was just that 
it was a time where you could connect with people. But the point being is that he showed that, you know, affirmations weren't everything. He had to do the hard work and he wrote a lot of books that never popped. But then one time he wrote a book and it finally kind of broke through for him. Yes. And he was also, you know, in recovery. He wasn't drinking anymore. And, uh, you know, he had a lot of opportunities. He had a radio show on Westwood One, which is a big broadcasting power in the United States. And he worked for the Miami Heat and stuff. He had a lot of uh, interesting experiences. And he never seemed to quit. I, it's really easy to be like, oh, this is a lie. This guy's a fraud. Or, you know, I'm not a, if you don't know me, I, I don't buy into like the self-help stuff. I really don't. And the fact that I went to see David Essel at the Yes Network in January with Leanne. Shocked me. Yeah, it was a big deal. It really did shock me because we went, um, that was the second time that I had been since I've been dating you. They do it once every two months, is it? I think it was. And the first time he was like, yeah, I'm going to come with you. And then things came up that he couldn't come. And I was just like, "Mm." it was all legit. But I was like, "Mm." is it coincidence or are you just not going to end up doing this stuff with me? Which I was fine. I was going to accept, but it shocked me when you're like, yeah, I'm here. So yeah. It was amazing. Wasn't it? <laughs> it was. I mean, yeah. I thought of every excuse not to come, but I felt really bad when I didn't go last time. Cause the last time you know, you were there and it's, <laughs> it's like a 40 minute drive from me in Ann Arbor and the, Southfield area, which is a suburb of Detroit, for those of you that do not know. And mm-hmm. I, I was. Which is also 45 minutes from me, but I also have to cross an international border. But anyway, continue. Right. Yeah. Easy for you. No problem. <laughs> but you were, you were there and you saw some other speakers and you saw the Carters. Is that Yes. The yes. And you were pa- so into Pasha? it. Yes. They and were amazing. They reminded me of like what I see as our future. Oh, well, that'd be lovely. I I know you were like really impressed by them, but I missed that. And mm-hmm. because I was, I was stalling. I really was. I was like, oh, I was thinking of every reason not to go. And the point being here, if you're wondering why we're even talking about this is mm-hmm. it's really easy to get stalled out and look for excuses. I've come up with every excuse. I'll be like, oh, I'm, uh, you know, I, I'm hungry <laughs> or, you know, I'd, you know, my car's tires are a little bald. I don't feel like putting any miles on the car today or, or, you know, it's getting late already, but it's only like three o'clock in the afternoon, you know, just really silly things. Mm -hmm. It's silly. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to get support from people, you have to go out into the world. You could stay at home and just try to use the internet. That is possible, especially now because the way the world has radically changed with COVID-19, we're finding ways to network through and connect with people through the internet only Mm -hmm. social distancing, which is one of your favorite terms, right? Mm -mm. It's just physical distancing. That's all it is. Yeah. That was a joke. I know. Mm -hmm. I know, but for new listeners, I don't want, okay. I just need to go ahead. If they listened last week, they would know. (laughs) Yes. Anyways. And I remember why I started bringing up us dating. I started that conversation and then it sidebarred into 17 other conversations was because when I was saying that's why I like this podcast and that's why networking is so important because the reason why I like the podcast is because you and I have such different, we agree on a lot of things, but we also come at things differently. And, um, when we first started dating, I didn't know if we would work out because of that big difference, because I didn't see the world the way that you see the world. 
And I was younger. So I was just like, oh no, we just like, there's so many things that we don't agree on. And it wasn't any of the big things. It was just, I thought that you needed to kind of feel like think the same way. Well, the reason why this podcast I love is because you do challenge me to think differently. And it's, I'm actually like excited when I come in thinking I understand a topic and then I leave totally like, wow, all right, well, let me like rethink this now. And that's part of what networking is all about is going in, even like if you're listening to a speaker or if you're just going in to like talk to people, going in and seeing all these different perspectives on the same thing. It's fascinating how people interpret things and it gives you more insight if you're open to it. So I think that's part of it too, right? It's being open to the support. You can get all the support that you want, but if you're just going to be close-minded about it, then just stay at home because it's not worth You're not going to gain anything out of it. Absolutely. That's, that's very nice, Leanne. Mm-hmm. Thanks. If I hadn't gone to the Yes Network and watched David Essel, I watched both of his talks, which is stunning. That's like six hours of talking. It was. Uh, I thought for sure you were going to be like, well, after the dinner part, like you break for dinner. I was <laughs> like, well, it's late. It's a long drive home. Like maybe we should. We already heard him once. So, we yeah. Don't well, I, I was actually uh, impressed with the first one I saw. So I, I wasn't yeah. thinking about how to leave. And yeah, I, wanted, I know you weren't. I wanted to see you too. So. I was happy that we were together. Thanks. Yeah. And, but if I hadn't gone, you know, I would have missed out on an impactful sky, Uh, not just him. It's just the message. And um, it made me think a lot. And I explored other avenues that I hadn't explored before. I, I I looked into his work more and I started to study what he was all about and his other books. And um, it was, Something that if I had taken it out of the mix of where I'm at now, six months later, five months later, um, I can't say that I would be at the same point I'm at. And I'm pretty happy and satisfied with where I'm at right now. I'm always still got things to work on. You know, I'm still trying to, you know, keep my nutrition in order and try to be physically active and try to be a better person and, you know, more understanding and a better listener to people in my life and things like that. So, but without David Essel and not going to the S network, I'm going to miss out on some of that. And that's an example of why you have to gain support if you're looking to do anything differently in your life. Mm-hmm. You know? And Absolutely. the action plans are another example of that. You know, if you're going to create a plan, it's got to have a tangible idea. You can't just say, uh, I want to quit drinking. Mm-hmm. It's very likely that if you just say that, that, it shouldn't be surprised if it doesn't work out. Because all you're doing is saying words. Words are meaningless mm. for the most part. When it comes to goal setting, words can be meaningless. Okay, that's a better sentence. Continue. <laughs> oh, you like that better? Yeah. Oh. Well, one thing I could give my mom credit for is she always said, you know, actions speak louder than words. And she drilled it into my head. And that is so true. It is true. The only reason why I'm, I'm hesitating and when I wanted, I was happy that you corrected that is because words really are very powerful. So it depends on how you're looking at it. But yes, for for doing any kind of change, we do need to 
take action. And that's where I think that's where David Essel's whole thing is, is it's not just the power of attraction or the law of attraction, which is just like, I'm rich and I'm wealthy and I'm skinny. That's not enough. Like you need to like, if you need to lose weight, you're not going to be able to like talk yourself down. You need to go and do the work. So yeah, I agree there, but I think watching the words that you say are important too along the way. Yeah, well, I disagree with that. I think if you could say something to someone, you could still get forgiven. You, it's a lot harder to have actions forgiven. If you cheat on your significant other, it'd be a lot harder to get forgiveness than if you said something like cruel to them. What do you think of that? Mm, I don't know. Yeah, that's a tough one, you know? That is a tough one. That's a, you think about words suck. Words can be awful, but I just think in the grand scheme of all things, the actions are what create long-lasting impacts. And that's not what this episode's about, so we're getting a little off track here, but yeah, it's just we'll something to, to think about. So. Okay, so one episode, episode on that. that we'll do is going to be on action, and another one is going to be on words, or one episode on action versus words. Exactly. I think that'll be a great one. I love that idea. Me too. I'm in. But okay. basically, if you have an action plan without any specific concrete action steps, yeah, or no action to it, <laughs> or any identifiable, tangible plan, specific outlined steps, mm-hmm. it might as well be a New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. Well, I love that you call it or that they call it or whatever, that it's a, called an action plan. Because I think people like we in this world, we like keep shortening everything. And so people are just like, yeah, I made a plan. Well, a plan doesn't matter. The action plan is, you're right. That's that's the whole thing. But you very rarely hear people say, I made an action plan. They're just like, yeah, I made a plan. Most of the people you see at the gym when New Year's comes around in January, everyone (laughs) knows that the gyms are packed, right? In January. Yeah. And most of the people that are gone by February are the ones that didn't have an action plan in place. The ones who stayed are the ones that created... A breakdown with a focus and every question and thought was asked you know they they brainstormed ideas and they looked at the problem from different angles and you know you can explore you can storyboard you can mind map these mm-hmm. are all techniques you can use and you can like i said you can use post-it notes or poster board or a whiteboard uh, mm-hmm. a notebook uh uh, ever ever notes is that what things called it's like a yeah digital notes yeah yeah these are all tools that are available to you mm-hmm. google keep is a good one no Just, i don't know that one you don't know google keep i don't know everything man oh my gosh that's wow yeah google keep is amazing just sidebar got that tape? What's that? <laughs> i said do we have that on tape it's uh Oh gosh. So uh, it is, I use it for notes. So you can do a note, you can do checklists and the checklists are really cool because you can put in kind of like the plan that you have and then you can check it off, but it doesn't delete it completely. It just goes to the bottom of the list crossed out and then you can go back in and do it back up. So like if you make a, a list of the things that you have to accomplish that day, but then it's the same thing the next day, you can click, 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 click. I did it. And then just bring them all back up the next day and then just go through it. It's really, really cool. And it's one of the Google products. So it's just connected to all of your stuff. Plus I use it for grocery shopping so you can keep an ongoing list and anybody that you connect. So when we 
end up being together, then we'll have to do that and connect each other. So then anytime that you want to go and just quickly grocery shop for us, then you'll always have an updated list. Oh, I love grocery <laughs> shopping. I do. I would yeah. do that. Yeah. We also right. were thinking about doing this episode on Google Meet that it's been rolled out recently. They're trying to right. push the Google Meet stuff. So if you guys have used it, let us know if it's good yet. We haven't tried it yeah. for recording yet. Yeah. We'll have to try that. Also, if you have any other comments on this episode so far or ideas for future episodes, or you just want to say hello, email us firstdaypod at protonmail.com. And of course, you can find us on Instagram with all the photos and all the likes and all the stuff there. The stories. Stories, yeah. yeah Instagram stories. We do stories. We do a live. We, you know, mm-hmm. we check in a couple times a week. Uh, mm-hmm. You can find us there, First Day Pod. We, we try to be pretty active there. And Facebook, of course, if mm-hmm. that's your thing. And Twitter. And Twitter's in, I don't know if it's in second or third place in the top three. But I like using our Twitter, and I, I use it all week. So if you like tweeting, tweet at us. <laughs> it's fun. You know, yeah. we, we don't have to get in a fight or anything. We could just be nice to each other. You network together. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. a lot of fun networking. I'm sure that happens on Twitter. Yeah. So, Leanne, mm-hmm. so when you think, how do you find yourself having the most success when it comes to creating support? change how do you get there have you found things that you remember that were useful or the things that you'd like to share when it comes to gaining support for change Hmm. yeah you would think that since we knew that we were going to be talking about support that that question i would have already had like a predefined answer for but i did not um but when i think about it um when i think about it i was actually I was on the elliptical this morning and I was kind of thinking about support and what kind of works for me because I was listening to motivational speeches the whole time that I was doing the, the thing. And that I realized, I was like, is this really, does this have an effect on me? And it does. And I realized that like what works for me, the support that I need in order for me to really accomplish something, it's not one single thing. So with me, it's not, I get an action plan and then I can stick to it and that's what it is. Or it's not, I have an accountability partner and that's what I need and that's it. I actually need, because I think maybe because I'm a creative, maybe because I have like so much going on in my head at a certain time, I need to set up like mini victories, like the little wins that we were talking about all the way. And I need to set up my entire environment. So what I've realized, like a girlfriend of mine that I used to, I used to mastermind with her every Sunday, we would get together and every single Sunday we would get together for an hour or two at our local coffee shop, Tulula. if anybody's in Windsor, when they open up back up, they're a little shop. I hope that they survive this thing. Um, mm. Anyway, we would go there. I would have my oatmeal and, um, <laughs> And we would go through our, our week, go through our plans for the week. We would talk about what, what worked, what didn't work, that kind of thing. And then she moved and we, we didn't really have that. And she came back. Well, she didn't come back in my life. We've been friends, but we had like one of those meetings on Zoom or Facebook or something like that. And it was a video and it flooded everything back to me this weekend. But like, so I also mm. need, I do need that accountability. Um, 
I do need to have the action plan. So this week I decided that I wanted to like really focus on seven days of exercise. So I made up one of those poster boards and just solely focused on that. So I need the support. I need the plan, the action plan. Um, And I also need positive kind of talk. So if I'm listening to not even just podcasts, but like just constant like um, speeches and YouTube clips. Yeah, basically. Um, I use use it on Spotify. They have like all of these like motivational speeches, like graduation speeches and all this kind of stuff. There's probably a whole playlist of that. Yeah. Yeah. And I just listen to that. So I need to have multiple different things coming at me in order to keep reminding me of what my goal is and reading what my goal is and having something that I'm like looking at all the time. And then I've noticed that like having you has really made me, um, you've been so, (laughs) you've been very, very good with the fact that you've been working out every single day, like you, well, not every single day, but like whenever you got every other day, I want that to be very clear. Yes, you do. Yes. Rest Um, the body. Yes. Um, but you're very good at that. And you know that I've gone times that I haven't done it, but watching you be consistent makes me want to be more consistent. Like it's, so it's, for me, it's multifaceted. For me, I need to have the, the support from a person or people like a group. I need to have the, the audio part of it that I'm having like my soundtrack of my life has to be going and I need to have that action plan. So one does not work for me. I've tried, like we tried that 60, 66 day thing or whatever. 66 and, day challenge. Yeah. And that was strictly basically because there wasn't a whole lot of accountability. It was strictly the plan fell through but it was for me it was a good idea though Mm -hmm. and if i think there was more of the the accountability thing then i think it probably would have worked because it was like a multi-faceted thing and i noticed too that like i it's making the promise to yourself and keeping it where i have made so many promises to myself throughout all of the years that i just like Mm -hmm. constantly like they're little promises and I don't keep them. So it's really difficult. And unfortunately, you being my significant other, there's been little promises. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're buddies. So um, yeah, I've made a lot of little promises to you that I've broken. But it's not really promises to you. Like I don't ever promise you something and then don't do it. But it's like, hey, babe, Yeah. Tomorrow's going to be the day. I'm going to like really start my workout plan. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, no, I didn't do it. And then you're like, oh, so did you, did you do what you said you were going to do? No. And then it's just fine. Like it, that's not really an accountability partner. So I feel like an accountability partner has to be maybe something that's not a significant other. You have to look yeah. kind of outside of that. And you said that in the beginning, you were very wise. And I was like, what? No. <laughs> you know, I, I love you and I care about you. I don't want to be your drill yeah. sergeant or somebody yeah. who's like, hey, you, you know, I don't want to be judging you. So. Yeah. Yeah. You were very not healthy. Yeah. Not healthy for the relationship, in my opinion. But yeah. No, you were very smart. It's okay, though. You've, I've made, we've both made endless promises that have failed ourselves. You came up with a good point with the 66 day challenge. That is a good example of creating a support to 
enact change because you can gather your friends on a Google Doc or a spreadsheet, you know, Google Sheets, but hey, let's uh let's try to do this for seven days. Forget 66 mm-hmm. days. Let's just see if we can do this for seven days and you all can be accountable and you lay out the goal. Like, hey, we're gonna we're not gonna eat cheese for seven days straight. Let's see if we can get everybody in on this, you know. That's an easy goal to accomplish if you like cheese. But if you don't like cheese, that could be hard. It could be very challenging. Um Okay. So you just did it again. You know how every episode you say something that it's like, I've been thinking about, and then you just like say it anyway, without us talking about it. You're not going to believe this. <laughs> What's happening? It's so exciting. So one of the things that I was thinking of when I was on the elliptical today was, oh, the 66 day challenge didn't really work out. And, oh, and I know people when they're listening right now, they're going to be like, this is so staged, but it's not. So, oh, it's so exciting. So I was like, I just started where I did a couple posts telling people that I'm going to do the seven days of working out. And I made like one of my poster boards and it's got the seven like things, whatever, but it's on the dry erase board. So I was like, wait a minute, we can announce it on the podcast that we'll do a seven day challenge starting tomorrow with everybody that's in our Facebook, Instagram, whatever. And it's their seven day challenge. So it's not me or you telling them, okay, the seven day challenge is you have to work out for 30 minutes. No, it's whatever you want to work on, but you have to commit to doing it for seven days of whatever that is. Seven days of reading a book, 20 minutes a day, seven days of whatever. And then we all kind of check in on what, if we did it that day. So there's like day one, day two, day three, and we do the seven day challenge, but it's their seven day challenge. Instead of me just being like, hey, this is what I'm doing. And if you guys want to work out with me, like here, but not everybody, some people are already working out and it's not a challenge for them. So they don't need the support. Some of them are like, no, I'm not working out. Like I just don't do that or whatever. They can just make it their own thing. And I totally forgot about it because I was on the elliptical and we need to come up with like a, some sort of a board that I can write on while I'm on the elliptical. That's like, sweat proof that I can just like, mm. make my notes. Yeah. Um, oh, it's so fascinating. Thank you so much for bringing it up. Oh, that's a great idea. I think people, I'd, I'd, I'd be interested in that. That sounds like fun. Does it sound like fun or am I nuts? Well, I mean, it sounds like something that could be useful. Let's see. Okay. So I'm super excited. I'm going to go throw it out there tonight. I just made a note. Okay, great. We'll do that. Let's Look at that. That just happened live on the podcast, even though it's recorded. That was live. Yes. Okay. You can't fake that, folks. <laughs> That's so awesome. Okay. So anyway, go ahead. Okay. So... You were talking about cheese. Mmm, cheese. <laughs> so, you know, a thing like a, a challenge with your friends or family, if you hate your family, if you are just... You know, if you're afraid from your family, if you have a strained relationship with your family, then you have other loved ones or maybe you don't have any loved ones. This is where it gets tough. You have to look elsewhere. And if you want support and you want real change, then you have to make that effort to get out there. And, you know, the substance misuse world is ideal for this. I mean, the 12-step community has been around since the 1930s. Oh, wow. You know, it's been 80 years of this stuff. And whether it's Alcoholics Anonymous or Narcotics Anonymous. I've been to Overeaters Anonymous meeting before. Um, that really happened. I went to West Bloomfield with a bunch of uh, rich old white women who were talking about their food problems. 
and food problems, no, no, you know, class, race, status at all. They are mm-hmm. boundless. And if you reach out to those meetings, you can find a connection. I remember one of the times I stayed uh, clean or sober the longest was during a stretch where I was going to the meeting every day and I was fully engaged in the community. I would ask for rides for people because I didn't have a car. I would, and people would do it for me. And I found myself volunteering more. I, I became the coffee guy at a regular meeting every Monday morning with all these like old people. And I was really engaged and connected and it was really good for me. Uh, the problem came when uh, I got a car and then I immediately went to Detroit to get uh, Vicodin and that kind of derailed me. But if I hadn't done that, everything I was doing before that was right. And it was because I connected to a community of people I didn't know. I didn't know any of these people. And then I found my phone filled with all these names and numbers. And, you know, in a 12-step meeting, generally when you go to it, they know it's your first time coming. They'll pass around this pamphlet and on the back of it is a bunch of lines where you can write names and numbers and it gets passed around the entire meeting and usually it's gender specific because they don't like to have people uh you know one of the things in the meeting world or the 12-step world is to not connect with people sexually just kind of stay focused on being clean and you know we could debate that whether that's important but the point being is that all these people will give you their names and numbers and they're ready all you have to do is call or text that's all you got to do do they know you're straight uh, yeah, that, that could be debatable. You'd have to make an announcement, I think, maybe, but that's okay. a good point, too. Yeah, it depends on the situation. But what I do know that's is that awesome. those meetings exist, and they're just, it's taken 80 years, but they're just peppered throughout the world. You could go to, uh, to you know, Saudi Arabia, and there'd be a 12-step meeting somewhere. It's amazing. It's beautiful. And that's support to help you change, because you're not, you're not satisfied with the way you're living. If it's Gamblers Anonymous or, or there's other meetings that were related to substance use, like um, smart meetings, uh, smart recoveries about cognitive behavioral therapy. And those are not 12-step meetings, but it's a different way. And it's also another alternative. So it just goes to show you. And what a point I'm making here is that there are options out there that you have to be willing to try. And that's the hardest part. That's really the, that's everything we're talking about here. Absolutely. It's the hardest thing to do. It is the hardest thing. Reaching and out I, to others. Oh yeah, I'm vulnerable. Here, let me, but help me. Mm-hmm. That's why one of the, this is going to sound really cheesy, but um, a good little tip, if you're looking that you feel like you need support and, um, but you don't really want to like, you just want to kind of tiptoe your way into talking about stuff start a book club or join a book club that's about self-help books or, you know, that like don't join a book club that's about like some novel, like, you know, 50 shades or something, and then expect that you're going to like get some kind of discussion, but join a book club because then you're able to talk about, I've, I've joined several and I've started a lot of them (laughs) because I want to be able to read those types of books and be around people that are reading the same thing. And then we can all talk about our issues. And then what happens is it's not just about the book. It's about how you're applying the book. And so you're getting that support. And then you realize with the women that I've been in these clubs with, you think that they're, oh, they're so put together. Like they're, I'm surprised that they want to read this book, but they're not going to have any issues. We're all human. We all have so many like 
things that we're going through. And so if you can do something like that, it's like a very um, easy start kind of thing. And then it opens you up to wanting to, to talk to people that are there for you for your issues. It sure does. And if you're shy, if you are socially awkward, you feel really uncomfortable, if you have social anxiety disorder, you, you can try to try the internet route. And obviously that's what mm-hmm. we're doing right now. It's COVID-19 world. So everything is kind of internet based at this time, but mm-hmm. there are, there's online chat rooms, there's online uh, groups like Facebook groups or there's other, uh, there's subreddits on Reddit of all kinds of communities where you can connect with people. I know on Reddit alone, there's a, there's one called toast me. And basically what you do is you post a picture of yourself with your username written out on a piece of paper and it says toast me. And all these random people will just make, they will toast you. They will say nice things about you. Wow. They don't even know you look out. And that's a great thing to do. That's, that is an easy thing where you don't have to technically talk to anyone. Wow. That's very cool. Yeah. So there are ways. So any excuse you can come up with, I can give you an alternative. It's possible. Mm -hmm. You got to be proactive, but you also have to follow your own um, strengths and be aware of your limitations. But the one thing that I think is universal to any style of personality is asking for help. So, you know, that's it. That's what happened to me today. Even, you know, I, me and my mom, uh, you know, I love my mom and, but we've had ups and downs and, you know, I, I violated trust when I was all screwed up and on biking in and, you know, I, I screwed up with a lot of people, but you know, once I got clean and things got better and I've been in recovery now for a couple of years, things have gotten better again because people realize it's I'm me again. I'm the person I am is a decent person supposedly. And, uh, mm-hmm. and I talked to my mom to today supposedly in there. Oh, I don't. Okay. Yeah. No. I'm a decent yeah. person. Yeah. And uh, edit that you know, I, out. <laughs> I'm not going to. Uh, <laughs> I know you don't edit anything. Go ahead. I, I talked to her and I didn't expect to, but I reached out. We started talking just by going over there. You know, she's clean from COVID-19. Uh, she's been quarantined. She's all good. And uh, mm-hmm. after we talked for a couple hours, it all, we had this like big breakthrough conversation where we we felt better about ourselves and we got a lot of stuff out that we didn't even know we were keeping in necessarily because we didn't take the time to connect and do that. So just by be- connecting and sitting down and taking some time to be in the presence of someone else, I discovered a better way forward with that person. And now I felt better about it when I left. I, w- I wasn't like smiling and thrilled, but I was like, you know what? Everything that just happened was for the best. It's beautiful. Yeah. And, and hopefully uh, you'll just keep on doing things like that. And anybody else can do it. I've, I've avoided so much things in my life. My life is all about avoidance. So I know what I'm talking about. Don't think I'm some, you know, social hero or some kind of big man on campus. That's not who I am. I, <laughs> I like to avoid as much as I can. I have in my past. I, I've been trying to do that less and less. That's why I do this podcast. I try to, I try to face the world and avoid avoiding things. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. And I think that there's, so for support, I think that there's so much out there to support us that it's not. So yes, there's, you know, the programs, there's support groups, like you were saying. Um, There's also like, if you're looking for support in like financially, like you're looking for you know, advising on that, you've got, you can go to professionals to get more support 
whether it's a lawyer, an accountant, or a financial planner, business advisor, whatever, like that's a form of support is finding people that have already experienced what you're experiencing, understand what you're experiencing, and they can kind of show you what you don't see. Um, And then the other, there's a whole, like the other part of it. So yes, talking about your experiences with people, it's super important, but from like a internal part of it, you can find support in podcasts, like listening to this. We hope that our episodes support you and give you, you know, value in what you're looking for. Um, listening to book while well, reading books or listening to books. Um, that gives you so much knowledge. And I'm not, I'm not talking again, like I'm not talking about novels, but I'm talking about books that are written to give you the advice that people have gained for 30 years of experience and they put them into one book. Like we're so lucky today that we can gain so much information. And um, there's articles out there. There's like the counselors, counselors, therapists, all that is super, super important too. Um, And then the other thing too is I gave this tip I do that be the hugger thing. And I've been talking to people about hugging and how important it is. But I also was talking about like how important it is for us to like take care of ourselves. And one of the things was social media. When we're on social media, we can look to social media accounts like different people for support. You can go and you can find people that have you know, if you want to start working out, you can go and follow people that are working out all the time, that are posting things, and you can curate your social media account to be a support system for you. Or you can use it as something that will just feed your anxiety and feed your envy and feed your... So I like, I, I think it's super, super important that if you're on social media, that you take the time to go through who you're following and either unfollow or mute the people that are making you feel these issues that you want to get rid of and start adding people that will help you and support you in trying to work on that. Is that what you do? Yeah. I've been Mm -hmm. working on that a lot. You're walking the walk. Yeah. Because you know what happens? You don't even realize because somebody will post something or whatever a friend will tell you about somebody and you'll you'll add them because you'll like some of their content and then all of a sudden you don't realize but you like that one post so you're like oh all their posts must be like this and then it turns out that they're not who you thought they were and it's Mm -hmm. like this negative stuff and for me I'll flip through it right it's like oh god that's whatever and you flip through it but then every day you're seeing it. And even if you're flipping through it and not really absorbing it, your subconscious is. Oh yeah. So yeah, I've been going through my, my accounts and really trying to be um, adding people that are going to support me in what I'm looking to, to do and deleting the people or on Facebook because I don't always want to defriend people because I don't want them to be like, what? You can just mute their stuff. So you can go yeah. through the thing, mute it. They don't know, but like you just don't ever see their, their stuff. And then if you want to see, you know, how their kids are doing or whatever, you can just go into their page, check it out, know what's up, but you don't have to have that constant stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's, 
That's a great point. I completely agree with you. I quit Facebook two years ago because of that exact reason. I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah. It's a negative in my life, so I removed it. Mm-hmm. But you can curate it to back. be a support. You really can. But I think if you like Facebook, go ahead, you know. <laughs> yeah. Never any, but that's for anybody. I'm for not anybody, to tell yeah. You how to live, but that's just personal for me. So. Yeah, yeah, but that's I think a, it's just a matter of being intentional, and that's yeah. what I'm hoping is going to happen through this podcast, like this episode in general. That people might listen to it because they're just like, "Oh, let's see what they're going to be talking about." And I hope that they didn't turn off in the beginning when they think, um, "Oh, well, I don't need support because I don't, I don't need a twelve step program." And I'm going to try to really make that clear in the the show notes because we all need support. We all need it, especially during this time for whatever it happens to be. It might be many different areas of our life or it might be one thing, but we all need support. So, um, yeah, Yeah. it's super exciting. Yeah, you're right. That's a great point, Leanne. I completely agree with you. And, uh, you know, as we we start to wrap up the show here, that... Mm -hmm. I just want to see that, you know, sometimes you need support when you don't realize it. I needed support and I got it, even though it didn't seem like it was support. Sometimes people are, you know, they're just crude about it. You know, they're kind of hardcore about it. Like, oh yeah, I don't care. Even your friends or, you know, your family, they'll sound, the words they're saying and the vibe they're giving you is like, it's tough or it's uh, proud and, you know, hey, I don't know. I'm not weak, you know, but mm. what the actions they actually do is helping you. Like, uh, you know, my friend Aaron, he, <laughs> he doesn't always talk about things in like a, the way they are, but you know, he gave me a place to stay and allowed me to live under his roof for like nothing when I had, you know, exhausted everything here in Michigan, you know, when I was trying to get into recovery and stay clean. And thank you, Aaron. And even, yeah, I owe him so much. I'll always have that, I'm happy to have that debt to him because he gave gave me a place to stay in Maryland, which was nine hours away from Michigan. So it gave me that buffer and it gave me time. He didn't judge me. He didn't say anything. He just let me be. He let, I would sleep like 16 hours straight. You know, sometimes I'd be in my room for days and he wondered if I was still alive. <laughs> but he never said anything. He never demanded. He just let me figure it out on my own time. But wow. he didn't make a big deal about it. So sometimes it's hard to recognize that you're getting support. Just be aware of that. It's just a little final thought I have. That's beautiful. Wow. If you know anything about that, if you have someone who's given you the tough love, I guess they call it. Even It's good stuff. You need it. But they say, you know, it's got a little toughness to it. It's the best thing for you type deal. But it ends up being a positive for you in the long run. Then let us know at First Day Pod. First Day Pod, ProtonMail.com. That's where you can email us. And um, as we are uh, wrapping up this wonderful episode, I'd be remiss if we didn't mention uh, one of the messages we got from a hardcore fan of this show recently, and we wanted to make sure that he got his fair due. Mm-hmm. We, were, I wanted to read his um, his email last week, and I didn't. And um, we talked again after after the show, and he reached out about the. Um, when we were talking about the uh, loss episode mm-hmm. and he uh, lost his brother very, very young and um, Cancer. Again, so sorry, like an amazing, amazing guy. And I didn't know him, but through, you know, what he's told me and what you've told me. Um, so anyway, 
we, I really, really am so honored that he would feel like we could be there to support him and that he talked about, you know, things in the podcast, Mike, that you said that really hit home with him. And he was able to kind of talk to us about it. And we were able to have the conversation kind of off, well, online, but offline from the podcast. Mm -hmm. And um, not everything that is said through this needs to be in the light of the podcast. It can be separate in the DMs where nobody, you know, needs to know any of the details. But the fact that, you know, you, I just want to, I just want to thank you for being open enough to be able to share that with us. And um, yeah, I think that's, that's about it. I'm going to start tearing up because he, it was just, it was very emotional and he's him. Aww. He's just, he's just such a kind man. And he, he has been very um, um, uh, engaging on our social media, which Support. is awesome. Yes. He's been supporting us. That's a great point. He's been supporting us on it. And, um, we were, I was just so happy that we were able to be him, be there for him when he was going, well, not while he was going through it, but, but for anyway, I'm getting jumbled, but anyway, I just, yes, I'm glad that you brought that up because God, I was going to possibly not talk about it again, but it's just amazing. So, and he listens to it. He said he listens to it while he's at work. He loves the Wednesdays that it comes oh. out Tuesday night and he listens to it the next day on Wednesday. So awesome. thank you. Yeah. And we, um, I also wanted to thank everybody that has been, um, on our social and has been active and, um, Aaron elevate health boutique, Julia, Julia. Uh, yeah. Your Aaron, um, yeah, Paul, Heather, Matt, like all of you guys, Tina, all of you guys have been amazing. David Essel, he um, he reached out, he added us, and actually we've been having conversations with him. It's so cool that like he's been sharing our stuff on his page, and yeah, um, yeah. I just, I really, we are so happy that you guys are supporting us this way, and I really, really do believe, and I know Mike does too, that we're able to support you. And if there's anything that you guys need from us or you guys, like Mike said earlier, if there's an episode that you want us to record because you want more information or you want our insight on this, um, by all means, please message us. And yeah, we'd be happy to help and support. <laughs> and maybe tomorrow could be the first day of the rest of your life. Yes. You never know. You never know. Well, you do know. Tomorrow is always. Tomorrow, first. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It is. That's a good point. <laughs> yes. Well, just remember, this has been the first day of the rest of our lives podcast. We love bringing the show to you. I'm Michael Govier. What's your name? Leanne, hello. Absolutely. She's a wonderful gal. She really has a caring, big heart. So thanks for giving the time and the attention to the show. We appreciate it in any manner you can give it to us. It's always welcome. Don't forget, we're on all the major social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, First Day Pod first day pod and you can email the show at first day pod at protonmail.com oh and one more thing that was mm. a really that was a really good outro kind of thing there but um rating how do they how can they rate us because i think we should really ask them to rate us on if they're enjoying the show if you enjoyed that episode we would really really like yeah, it yeah you could rate us it's a uh, 
the main rating system appears to be on uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Mm. So you go there and you give us a five-star rating and say five words about us. And then you click send and it's done. It's that easy. It's that easy. Yeah. It's, you can go to Google, Apple Podcasts. Or you, if you have an iPhone, it's already built in. You can go to your Apple Podcast app and find oh. us on there and you can rate us there. So cool. pretty doable if you're into it. Uh, you know, We'd welcome that. But it's not a requirement. If you just like no. the show and you want to keep it private, that's fine. You don't have to ever yes. tell us you listen to ever. You don't. But no, absolutely. The purpose of the engagement of our show, we'd like to engage with you. So yeah, Hopefully but I don't know what the rating it. does. Everybody asks people to rate their stuff, so I'm assuming that it helps us. Yeah, it's just more a thing. people because I really want, I really want more people to be able to be here with us. It's just so exciting, like knowing right now. So not right now because it hasn't been like put out there, but right now while people are listening to these words, they're actually like having some sort of emotional reaction, which is probably like right now it's like, okay, I thought this was done, but like through the show, (laughs) they're having like an emotional reaction to it. Good, bad, or indifferent. They're having something. And that's, that's, what's really exciting for me. Hey, amen, sister. You said it well. Just don't (laughs) forget if you are creating an action plan, you got to have support. If you're creating an idea, it's not enough. It's got to be thought out. Is it realistic? You know, is it something that has barriers? You got to ask yourself these questions. And it's best if you can ask them with someone else to bounce off of it. Because the more support you have, the more likely you are to succeed in your goal. Uh-huh.